afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Rack Solid. Oh, no. Your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. That's Boz Skaggs over there. Yeah, I'm Boz Skaggs sitting in for Pat Francis. <laughs> I'm Gary. I'm going to be singing Lido Shuffle. <laughs> and I'm going to be singing Dirty Low Down. <laughs> My co host for today is Gary Lucy. <laughs> I wonder, 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 wonder. Who. I wonder, wonder, wonder. Thought this wonder would be a good who. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you transform your voice like that, Pat. That was, it, it, were it not so annoying, would have been amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's funny. I just passed uh, Boss Gags down the hall. Oh, really? Coming, coming to the microphone. That's, that's interesting. Gary, how are you doing? Never again? knew who you're going to see here. Uh, oh man, I'm great. I'm, I'm uh, another exciting show. God, it just rock solid feels right lately. I don't know what it is. We're in a groove. <laughs> are we? <laughs> I agree. I'm kidding. I always like to be that guy that says, "Really?" This is for 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 to be funny. I'm excited about Matt's impending arrival. Matt, how's that? How are the preparations going? Good, good. Uh, I guess maybe by the time people hear this, uh, I think uh, we will have a baby. Ooh, yeah. I mean, the I mean, three of us. Yeah. We're gonna do. Re- we're gonna remake Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> I, oh, nice. I was gonna say, by the time people hear this, social services would have been at your house a couple of times. <laughs> right. Stop recording podcasts when you're supposed to be feeding the baby. Are you gonna be those people? Now, I know this is your second baby, but are you gonna go? You know what? We're gonna do cloth diapers. Hell no, Gary. Did you do cloth diapers? No, no. Good. I hate those people because if you did, I'd go. Well, that's good for you. But since you <laughs> since you said you didn't, I hate the people that go. You know, it's better for the environment. We're gonna to do cloth diapers okay good luck but the other thing is i love it when people say that and then two weeks in they're like i can't we can't we can't do it, do it. we ridiculous. tried <laughs> ridiculous. there's shit everywhere on the other hand taking one step further if people really do manage to stick with it for two years i kind of have to give them props because that's amazing yeah, to be able to i do have that. not known anyone that can stick with it i'm trying to think if i know it's anyone. easy there's a service they come now forget it i actually uh that was one of my favorite chores was uh seeing how long of a string of pearls in the diaper genie you could get oh yeah that's <laughs> Cool. And you could like do that. That, that was, was really cool. That's a hard job, like changing the little liner. But yeah. yes. but once you that diaper genie is an amazing, yeah. amazing invention. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy now? It's a guy who loves inventions. <laughs> he loves inventions. <laughs> it's excited about innovation. <laughs> we actually went with the uh, cloth mother, like in that famous experiment with the the, the wire monkey mother and the cloth mother. Because I care about my son, but I. Not enough to give him a wire, mother. <laughs> and and Matt, we can reveal that you've uh, the name you've chosen is Elvis Bryce Belknap. <laughs> that was Bacon Bacon Belknap. Bacon Belknap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have a middle name chosen also. Uh, we don't. We we are we're actually up in the air uh, a week and a half out right now. We're actually, we are looking, still. You got to see the dude, and then you'll yeah, know. Yeah, I think what's weird is we knew with Zoe, but. This one, I do kind of feel like we have to wait a little, like, see what's up. Are you going to be get, tipping the hat to any of the grandfathers for the middle name? Um, Is that even that's in the a possibility, works? but yeah. I don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah. What's Preston's middle name? James Wilson, named after J- wait, wait. Uh, James. Preston James Wilson. <laughs> he has two middle names. Yeah, but uh, after, James Wilson. Okay. Yeah, because that's James' dad is James Wilson. Nice. So, uh, yeah, and it sounds more royal that way. Preston James Wilson Lucy. It's classic. There's only one name that screws it up. It's that last one. <laughs> I know, Lucy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he should just stop. <laughs> Wilson. Maybe he will. Do you ever... Hey, you, Dad. 
Do you ever say to him, like, when he ma- makes a mess or does something bad, you go, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. I do, and that's racist. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Is that a family tradition? Every, like, every generation passes on that bad joke. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, um, we've been surprisingly Lucy-free. Like, uh, somebody gave us a Lucy cookie jar for, uh, for a wedding, uh, but uh, other than that, yeah. It's and then when when it's out of cookies and you open it, it just says. <laughs> well, I just keep stuffing them in my mouth <laughs> down the conveyor belt. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so the, this drops May third, and when is your uh, expected? Uh, the week before, yeah, April twenty fifth. So yeah, so we might uh, April twenty second to twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Okay, we might take a little hiatus, but there'll be there'll be enough rock to tide you over, uh, including uh, this is something that you everyone's everyone's talking about this group and uh in case you haven't heard it here's uh here's your chance the alabama shakes have you been hearing about the alabama shakes no well they sound a little something like this This immediately i think it's a country band they kind of work that it's winehousey uh neo soul thing okay but with a little bit more uh indie uh like in the production So I've read, but uh, I've heard the rest of the album. It's you know a lot more up tempo numbers, and if you like kind of like uh, Sharon Jones and, and and that sort of thing, I, I think you like this. I could even hear uh, I could even hear the Stones doing a cover of that. Yeah, for sure. Like they when sh- she said, "You got to come on, on," whatever she said. Very uh, um, yeah. early '70s Stones. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's pretty cool. That's a cool thing. And, and they're called the Alabama the Alabama Shakes. The Alabama Shakes, not the smoothies. The or shit. the slammers, <laughs> the slammers. Yeah. This is their first CD. This is their first CD, and uh, yeah, they were like the toast of uh, South by Southwest this year, and I, I think they're at Coachella and everything. And the, yeah, just everyone's talking about the Alabama Shakes, but it seems like it'd be in the wheelhouse of our yeah. uh, listeners. As with this song, I've been uh, uh, saying that ah, oh, there's no good music this year, but uh, this is one that, uh, that that I've been liking a lot. It's the uh, the, the the Cloud Nothings. This is Cloud. Nothings. Stay, stay useless. See if you like this. Things. 
A little Green Day in there, maybe? A little Green Day, yeah, sure. Yeah, so funny, I probably have about a, a thousand songs in my iTunes uh, that start exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Starts, <laughs> and yet I don't get sick of that ever. No, it's... Just uh, that guitar and then the drums and... I think of it as like, you know... Uh, and roll, man. The ingredients, like, you know, the, you got, you know, flour, water, eggs, salt, you know, it's yep. just... Uh, it's like that. There's some basic ingredients, but you can go a lot of different ways in that. You That's could add right. a cha-cha-cha. You could just you could make paste or you could <laughs> make, make a paste, cake. Paper mess, yeah. Um, uh, you brought up Coachella. I just yeah. want to say, uh, enjoy that weather, Coachella. You, you, that was three weeks ago, Pat. I, I hope they had their, I hope they had their umbrellas with them because it was no, raining. It's over. They needed their bumper you, suits. You out there. muddy, dirty hippies. You might as well be talking about Lollapalooza '94. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Woodstock. It's over. Two. The Throw fires. Some more mud. <laughs> Gary, you wanted to. This uh, topic today was. Do you, oh, do you oh, have any other business? Um, you know what? There's there's a new Beck song, but I think we could probably hold off. Brand new Beck? Yeah, but it's just like from a soundtrack, so that doesn't really count. Is it from the Avengers soundtrack? To hell with you, Beck. No, it's from Jeff, who lives at home. <laughs> wow. All right, well, this just yeah, play you, it. You just play it. It's like there's like there's silly Beck and there's serious Beck, and let's see which uh, okay. let's see which one this one is. Oh. Silly? <laughs> no, exactly. No. no. It's kind of cool. Actually, he's de- he's deceptively profound. Like, everyone thinks, oh, he's a slacker or whatever, but uh, he's got things on his mind. His time is a piece of wax. <laughs> his time is a piece of wax. Floating on a termite. <laughs> yeah, floating on a termite. Choking. I'm not something. <laughs> Jeff lives at home. It's supposed to be a good movie. Has he ever uh, fought David Spade in Celebrity Deathmatch? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that would be a good matchup. Yeah, even even matchup. E- even evenly matched. Well, well, until until he Beck grabs a hold of uh, Spade's wig. <laughs> and then calls down the power of Zemu. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, Beck would have Zemu, and uh, Spade would only be armed with his rapier wit. <laughs> So it would be a fair fight. Gary. But, uh, would you like to play another game <laughs> before we go on? I should have quit what I said because that last game well, was a... Uh, okay. This is, um, this is something... Is that, that a you... rating endorsement? Well... <laughs> I like okay. that last one. Okay. Yeah, okay. let's try it. Matt, I need 30 seconds on the clock Whoa, here. Whoa, another time game. My clock. Or... Okay, no, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and do it. But uh, Pat, um, you were bragging last show about that you know where all the subways are. So uh, <laughs> you mean a subway sandwich shop? Subway sandwich shop, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I know where all the subways are too. They're underground. <laughs> That's right. Was uh, that on the last show, or was that just before? I think you were just saying that in conversation. Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. Well, yeah, it was, might have been also been a tweet that yeah, you were. It was a tweet that I know. Pat likes to every week. He comes in and because we refuse to follow him on Twitter, he'll just read every single tweet that he wrote. <laughs> yeah, the, I do this with my wife too. My wife's like, I follow you. Can I just read them? I'm like, let me let me read this one to you. <laughs> this is more of an aud- audible. More often than not, my wife said, uh, 
she'll say, don't tweet that. <laughs> but, I'll, but I will anyway, or else I'll say, oh, I've already tweeted it. <laughs> Gary, go ahead. I've, been, I've had some forced uh, spousal re- retractions of <laughs> posts. And <laughs> like, you can't say that. Uh, okay, 30 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to name as many uh, Subway locations you can. And then, uh, Matt, what's your jam? What do you want to name some uh, uh Starbucks locations? Why is this happening? Okay. Yeah. I'll you, okay, I'll name some Starbucks locations and I'll see if I can get more. Like, yeah, yeah. Get, Why don't I do the okay. clock? Okay. Okay. And I, have, I have 30 seconds? So little interest 30, in this. No, what do you want? 30 <laughs> seconds and I'll, and I'll count. Just like no, tell okay. us. So what do you want? You just want, uh, you want a street address? You want uh, a, a, a vague street address. Okay. Cross streets. Okay. okay. Hold on. I need, I need to get my clock here. Oh, this, this is going to be good. This is going to okay. be exciting. This, these are in the LA area. So yes. Yeah. So this will mean nothing yeah. to anyone. On your mark, get set, go. There's one at Ventura and DeSoto. Mm-hmm. There's one at Ventura and Topanga. There's one at uh, Victory and DeSoto. There's one at Van Owen and Balboa. There's one at Ventura and Woodman. There's uh, there's one at Ventura and Oakwood. Uh, there's, uh, boy, not as many as I thought. You know what? And you could just be saying anything. We're not going to verify whether they are there or not. <laughs> There's one at Lucy and Belknap. There's one at the corner. So how many was that? Six. That was six. I know more than that, but I just, I just, it's hard to remember. What's your favorite subway? Is it one where they really do it right? Well, the one by my house is is nice and clean, and they all they always say, "Hello, sir." <laughs> so I like that one. There's one at um, La Brea and Third. There's one at La Brea and Tarpit. <laughs> Do they let you use the bathroom at your favorite one? Sure, sure. It's some, clean. Some they don't let you use the bathroom. No, I'd even do a sit down there at that one. That's how clean it is. Wow, wow, that is a ringing endorsement. Yeah, all right. Gary. I'm gonna put that on Yelp. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Starbucks in uh, in the Valley. Or, this game's uh, not as fun as I thought it would be. Go ahead, they just start them. Okay, ready? Can edit this out. Get set. Go. Okay, uh, Ventura and Louise. Um, uh, Ventura and um, Haskell, uh, Ventura near Laurel Canyon. Um, let's see, how about uh, Louise and Satakoy? And then there's also one at, um, oh man, don't, uh, Reseda and uh, Victory. Um, then how about the one over there at, uh, oh man. Oh boy. This uh, is the, this this is is the time. Cold water. Oh, and, time, time. You couldn't uh, do it. Oh, man. This Pat is uh, one. Well, what we've learned is not a good game. <laughs> and um, who cares? What I like about it is that it's specific to this area, so no one is going to care, and yeah. it not, has nothing to do with music. Now, just, <laughs> it has everything. Just so people know, I only named six, Yeah, but there are only seven locations in the state of California. <laughs> That's true. So I named Amazing. six of the seven. I got to find out why that seventh one is. So Gary, I eat fresh and you like to get hopped up on, on, on go-go juice. <laughs> That's what we learned here. Right. Sorry, that was bad. Oh man, I got to, I got to learn that quick present. Well, let's Matt, get to, let's get to music let's, let's get quickly. This, uh, uh, Matt, give us that uh, social distortion at about a minute 39. If you would, uh, Hold on. if you'd be so kind. Uh, Gary's music for the second week in a row, not organized. So yeah. I have to hunt and peck. You've got 20 tracks here. Sorry. Here it is. The guy's too busy memorizing Starbucks location. <laughs> And get his music in order. Oh, could you bump it up to like a minute 39? Okay. Let's just hear this riff for a second. Sorry. <laughs> It's 
the story of my life. Today's show is uh, all about songs that could be the title of chapters in our biography, or uh, maybe even the title of the uh, book itself. So um, maybe the songs have a special meaning uh, to us, some uh, deep uh, profundity that uh, in our lives, and uh, be a chance to like you know because we've we've done uh, forty three shows now and uh, we know each other a little bit, but maybe a little yeah. little way to get a little further inside. Sure. And, um, you know, get the songs we might not otherwise hear. Now, if I had uh, a song, pick a song as the title of uh, my bio- autobiography, um, my the first one I thought of was uh, if you could go to the uh, Feelies at about a minute in. It seemed like, oh, uh, obviously the choice would be um, the boy with the perpetual nervousness, you know, because I'm uh, I I sort of run towards the squirrely, you know, not well, a lot of uh, because you're. Spending all your time at Starbucks. <laughs> too much time. Want the caffeine, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Too much caffeine. Chill it out. <laughs> you could go ahead and play some H2 of this because we're going to bail out. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm mixing some water, but so yeah, you know, I could go with uh, go with the feelies. You know, this kind of captures my. It's like being around me, right? Like not kind of, kind of like jittery, kind of like uh, what's why is he so nervous? Why is he so? But then, uh, then I thought, well, I want to actually sell some copies of this book. So uh, if we could go to Heavy D at about thirty seconds in. This one really captures my personality. Pat, the, the overweight lovers in the house. Time to make my move. So gently I kiss her, twist her in her air, and tell her that I miss her. She might try to pop the boyfriend junk, but I don't really care because I know he's a punk. I'll stop him like a roach if he tries to approach. He can't get close because I'm the one who broke the book of romance. So come on, take a chance. You don't need a long look. All you need is a glance. If you want to get warm, in my arms you belong. You have a problem, have a solve them up. It can't go wrong when overweight lovers in the house. The house. The overweight lovers in the house. The overweight lovers in the house. The bad thing about that song is uh, you really don't learn a lot of seduction techniques from it. It's just uh, it's just a lot of boasting. Again, I said it before the show. I don't know if that song was supposed to be funny or not. Like I, when I heard it as a kid, I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Because <laughs> like, who on earth would give themselves that title? I've never heard that before. I do not get Heavy those D. stations on my radio. Well, even Heavy D sounds like. Chunky A later. That's right. uh, I, I listened to I listen to W I T E, and we did not get those <laughs> songs on our station. Um, uh, Heavy D may rest in peace. Pat, what do you got? For well, you? I, wasn't, I wasn't really sure exactly. I, I emailed Gary twice last night. I'm like, I don't know what the, how this uh, topic's working today. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play uh, side side three of uh, Led Zeppelin's physical graffiti in its entirety. <laughs> okay, no. let's go. Um, Okay, so I'm just going through my life, and I'm just and and uh, as a kid, there 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 wasn't a lot of music played in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the big hi-fi, and uh, and from time to time, my mom would stack up some records. So uh, I'm just going to play three quick tracks of the kind of music that was actually played in my house oh, good. by, by my mom. So uh, this first one is uh, is uh, uh, well, just play them. We'll just play them. This is the Rays. It's called Silhouettes. The shades were pulled and drawn Way down tight From within the dim I like this. Can't get down with this. And then they would also listen to Tommy Edwards. Many a tear after fall But it's all In the game Can you compose it for a second? 
And then my my uh, my parents weren't a big Frank Sinatra fan. You know, we didn't mm. like that. You know, that's a fucking stupid mook. <laughs> so, uh, but we did like. Uh, but they bastard. did like Dean Martin. Oh wow! So, so we'd have a lot of Dean Martin at the house. Everybody loves somebody Everybody falls in love somehow. So now, if you listen to that, it would, it would sound like every night my parents would get out in the middle of the dance in <laughs> yeah, the living exactly. room and do the stroll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like uh, they're having some kind of a, a, a dance party, a slow dance party. <laughs> but but that's uh, th- I guess that those type of songs were the first was the first music that I was introduced to as a kid. Those are the songs I remember. Pumping out of that gigantic piece of furniture called a hi-fi. Exactly, and that and the uh, the uh, kind of songs that would make you rebel with some rock and roll. Like, right. Although yeah. I do still like those songs. I can get down with, th- yeah, with those songs. Yeah, for sure. Those are that's that's good stuff. But, uh, so this that's that's the way the track that my, my part of the show is going to go. So keep going. Keep awesome. Uh, so um, I have lived in Los Angeles since uh, 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90s. I lived in Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born in uh, Oakland. I like to get hyphy, you know that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> but uh, in between there for uh, uh, for the end of the seventies and the eighties, I lived in uh, the four hundred eight little town known as a San Jose. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do that, Matt. As I said, what the scrambled. hell does that mean? <laughs> Come Am on, I the looking... four hundred eight. Everybody knows the four hundred eight. Is that a band or an album or oh, a song? Go with the San Jose. The one okay. that tracks San Jose. <laughs> do, do you know the way to San Jose? It is. See if you could name who does this cover. Oh, I was right. You'll never guess in a million years. Somebody who could have been on the F show. Oh, okay. This is atrocious. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Any guesses, Pat? I have no idea. Pat, relax. <laughs> relax. Relax. <laughs> Don't do it. And think about it. Don't is do this it. Um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood? It is indeed, yes. <laughs> but uh, so I'm living in San Jose in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, which is like living in Florence, Italy during the Renaissance. <laughs> if you're into computers, you know, that's, that's oh, the yeah, place to that's be. That's true. I wasn't interested in that. That's boring. I wanted to be on the radio. <laughs> so I I was like, uh, why don't you play that song, The Sports? This is, uh, this is a song called Who Listens to the Radio, which I should have uh, taken heed of. This song you like if you enjoy uh, the Hold Steady. It's kind of got that kind of vibe. I like this. It's kind of cool, huh? It's good. These are only hit, yeah. Is this Jimmy Barnes and Cold Chisel? <laughs> Here comes a big uh, hook. I'm just about three or four credits shy of a radio uh, announcing degree from uh, San Jose State. But it's not uh, too late. It's not too late. I might go back and get We that. should do a week where we play all songs that have radio in the title. I know there's oh, tons. Oh, that's not bad. I'm going to write that down here. Hey, Gary. Um, so you've, you were, you've been in California your entire life. More or less, yeah. I, uh, the uh, 90s, I was in, in Oregon, but... Uh, 
Yeah, but more or less been in California. Wow, because you look like I, I, I see I see you and I go I go uh, that guy had to spend some time in St. Lou. <laughs> I do have that. I just feel like you're a St. Louis guy. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm, um, <laughs> a lot of barbecue shaped like an arch. So I'm growing up and I'm listening to uh, I'm listening to the music I, I played earlier, and then uh, my brother, you know, my brother uh, graduated uh, high school in 19. 19- 76. Uh-huh. So like his formative years were right in the seven, you know, the, the 70s with and you would think that my brother would be listening to, you know, Deep Purple yeah. and, and, and Fog Hat and, you know, play something cool, you yeah. know, a Bad Company. But my brother wasn't what my brother did was he just the music that we grew up with. That's the music that just my brother still listens to. He, he listens, you know, he's uh, 52 <laughs> years old. He listens to Andy Williams. Oh, and no. He listens to. <laughs> oh, dear. So so. I was not really down with anything that he would listen to. And then he he brings, in 1970, he brings home an album by Neil Diamond called Tap Root Manuscript. <laughs> and um, this is a pre, this song is a precursor to... My favorite to, video games, by yeah, the way. This is, this is a precursor to uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. I want you to play the beginning and then jump to a, a minute 30 for the, okay. for the close. But this is done too soon. He's just going to rattle off a bunch of people. <laughs> I don't even know what instrument that is. Taproot. Jesus Christ, Fanny Bryce, Wolfie Mozart, Humphrey Bogart. on and on to H.G. Wells. Ho Chi Minh, Gunga Din. Henry Lucen, John Wilkes Booth, and Alexander's King, and Graham Bell. Okay, now stop it. And so he names all these people, and then, awesome. we, and then we find out about these people at a minute 30. They're all Libras. Wait, listen. <laughs> and each one of them. Each one of them. Has one thing shared. They have sweated beneath the same sun. <laughs> so they're all from Earth? Look That's the connection. <laughs> It's going to get deep on you. <laughs> and wept when it was all done For being done too soon Done too soon For being done too soon Yeah, yeah, wow. I'm not following it. <laughs> that so, is uh, Yeah, these, all, all these people, we've all been around, and then it's all the same for us. We die, and you know, it just wasn't long enough. Life wasn't long enough. <laughs> Tell it like... So, That's why uh, I say when I think of Ho Chi Minh, I yeah. think taken too, too soon. soon. What about Gunga Din? <laughs> yeah, well, he was. You know. yeah, Graham <laughs> Bell really wedges them in there. What's that? But what's that? What's that title again? That's done too soon done from too soon. Taproot Manuscript. Oh, that is awesome! And uh, I thought that was going to be about like a uh, concept album too by Neil. <laughs> I thought that was going to be about my mother-in-law's biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Undercooked they are. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was my first uh, and, and you know I remember you know I'm, um, you know I'm six years old and I'm like hey man that that is deep I'm like Sammy Davis that hey cat <laughs> that touches that me is, so uh, I've liked Neil Diamond ever since believe it or not that was my initiation oh god that album your... also has Cracklin' Rosie on okay okay so go ahead Gary God what bless happened? your brother thank you thank you for that that was my that has enriched my life uh, Gary's you. laughing like <laughs> a jackass it. that was not a wonderful. jackass like a hyena <laughs> wonderful wonderful uh, Pat yeah I think uh, we need a little uh, palate cleanser on that how about some uh, carpenters oh some carpenters and this will be uh, self-explanatory I think. Within the first couple of Hey, wait a minute. 
someone in this room delivered mail. I did. Yeah, uh, from uh, like 93 to 97, I was a, uh, a letter carrier with the... Uh, U.S. Postal Service up in Portland, and uh, I always, I always thought it would be a good job because you get to walk around outside, and I love the uh, the uh, stripe on the pants mm-hmm. leg, so that was that was always good for me. And uh, it was, but I if if you work there a month, you understand why the term going postal, like, right? It just really, it just never ends. It's this Sisyphusian. You think, oh, I finally delivered all that mail, <laughs> more mail, <laughs> yeah, more mail. But uh, yeah, so that was, uh, but I I made I made a, a lot of good friends there that I'm still in touch with, and. Uh, it felt like, you know, because up to then I'd worked like, you know, like uh, like hipster teenager jobs, like bookstore right. and record store and stuff. But I actually, I got hired at the post office the day Kurt Cobain died. Ah, so it was, oh. felt very like, you know, if it, there was like a movie, yeah. it would be like, you know, I, did, I got the job. That's great. Gary, did you hear? You know, it would be like <laughs> kind of movie. So it was like, it was time to grow up, Pat. But then, but then, like I said, you know what? This is miserable and I hate this. And uh, I always wanted to do something in comedy. And then I heard this song. Okay. And this was the song that changed my life and made me quit my job and like pursue my dreams. It's uh, by a, great, a band called The Warm Wires, and I have an interesting story about them afterwards. And this song is called Fabulous Guru. None of my friends do what they want. All of my friends are scared. None of my friends reach for their dreams. All of my friends get snared. <laughs> be a fabulous guru <laughs> but i'm a part of the nervous crew if you re- if your parents recognize that voice that guy uh, he gave up his indie rock dream and he went on and he does the music for wow wow wubsy do you ever watch that that's oh yeah guy. wow wow wubsy yeah, wubsy wubsy wow wow that's the same guy isn't that crazy but uh that was the song and, and you know and cool. I, I went and saw their concert like you're you guys made me quit my job and he and he felt and he, he like he felt like a sense of responsibility you yeah. know for it so uh but no i was i was happy for it but you know people people are going to do what they're going to do that's it's true not like a thing but i'm forever in the wow wow wubsy guy's debt <laughs> 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 anyway so pat what you, uh, back to you. so and, and matt uh, this next track you're gonna have to start it at 33 because mm-hmm. i didn't but but let me do a little a little thing so um so after being introduced to neil diamond and it was time for me to start uh Buying music, I would buy forty fives, and I, I I loaded up on some some Stephen Bishop and some Jay Ferguson and um, <laughs> Thunder Island, Thunder Island, and all these. And then and uh, and and of course, this is one of the first forty fives I had. I can still remember the label. It was green and had like a, a choo choo train with a face on it that almost looked like um, Thomas. Thomas, yeah. And this was a this is Cliff Richard from seventy six and uh, Devil Woman. Oh, she's just a Devil Woman. On the table. Spooky. He's got that great floor time like thunk. It's not bass. Same cat with them evil eyes. And I knew it was a spell she cast. She's just a devil woman with evil on Matt, do you remember this? No. Nope, nothing. I also remember I also had um 
Thin Lizzy, the boys are back in town, and it was backed with Jailbreak, and I'm like, this is great. This is the best. This is the best double. <laughs> I'm going to call this a double A-side. <laughs> the uh, popular trope at the time, yeah, the devil woman, the evil woman, the, evil the witchy woman, woman. Witchy woman, all uh, these. Voodoo queen. <laughs> I mean, it still goes on in 2012. Women are evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's if there's one thing we learned. We should burn them. <laughs> we should burn them. So then, Gary, yes. I, uh, you know, I get into, you know, I'm in 76, I'm in 6th grade, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, and they would have dances at the YMCA on Saturday nights. And I would, I talked about this on Never Not Funny once. And then I would, I had a song that I would listen to when I was getting ready for the dance, you know, feathering my hair and probably putting some <laughs> hairspray in it yes. and popping a pimple and sure. all the stuff that I was doing and putting on some Cologne. Is that how you say it? <laughs> nice. And uh, mm-hmm. this is the song I would listen to when I was getting ready. This is Boston. Uh, Let me take you home tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm not like this. I'm really kind of shy. But I get this feeling whenever you walk by. I'm getting ready to dance, man. I don't want to doubt you. I want to make you high. If you could see your way to me, come on and let me drive. Let me take you home tonight. No. Gary, I, I'm not taking anyone home tonight. No, how would that even work? I, no, I'm not taking anyone home. Hop all on the I, handlebars. All I'm thinking about is is if, if, if am I going to have the balls to ask uh, uh, Mimi Wirtz or Sherry Monahan or Bridget Agner to dance with me? That's, that's all I'm thinking about. And are they going to have the guts to tell you <laughs> to tell get me. your boner off of my leg? <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Where, where do we actually so when, when we were driving home right. from the airport? one time uh, after after, after a, a funny. thing yeah I think we were talking about that yeah and who said that I said, I said that that's right that's and right. you guys laughed like, right. I wasn't even I just said it and you and Jimmy yeah, you laughed said it, and so we hard. laughed for about 15 minutes straight harder it's so hard yeah it was hysterical this, so uh, so go ahead your turn this show is a life. smashing success so far that we've oh. heard uh, that story like uh, you know that song is like what like 8th or ninth on the Boston depth chart yeah you know, it's but, on the first album but you know you wouldn't like it wouldn't be the first one but it's a great song and now whenever i hear it i can think of you just like totally with the Getting comb ready. <laughs> too much hairspray <laughs> your angel flight slacks oh just and everything oh bravo pat bravo well done uh let's see oh uh oh oh, oh we we're talking about witchy woman this is uh this is the opposite of that my uh, lovely wife uh, uh jane so many great jane songs and yeah. uh and uh certainly she's sweet and uh, she says things. <laughs> so but uh, uh, I wanted to. Uh, she's actually. Here's how sweet she is. She is right now. While I'm talking to you, Jackasses, she's down in South Central picking up this uh, this this uh, single mom that our church sponsors with. Uh, she has single mom, six kids. She's helping her get her uh, in- immigration status straightened out. That's that's the kind of thing she does for fun. And, and where's I, your where's Preston right now? Uh, he's he's with them because you know she has kids and like oh, he's going to learn. He's going to learn bad things now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. yeah. Thank, thank God. He, he might come pop. back with his pants uh, at half mast <laughs> and his hat backwards. <laughs> we can only hope because uh, he's not learning anything cool from me. <laughs> but uh, he's singing the theme from Good Times. It's yeah. not going to be good. So I was trying to. He's like, not going back in time, Pat. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> he said, I went to yeah South Central. Not, he didn't say he's going to 1989. Uh, they are in a DeLorean. That's <laughs> true. It's a PT Cruiser. Uh, but uh, so, oh, you know what song I think crystallizes my uh, sweet wife is uh, is this uh, very obscure power pop gem called uh, "The Girl with the Light in Her Eyes" by Michael Shelley. 
I'm in at 49. Could have been on the last one. When it's dark and there's nothing good, waiting around the corner, though I'm all dressed in black, don't count me a mourner, it's the voice that I hear, you've all got deaf, but to me it's clear as a girl, with the light in her eyes. If you've, uh... If you've seen Jane, you certainly know she has that uh, sparkly uh, eye thing going on. And um, I want to like I want to play a song that, that sort of like sums up like what marriage means to me and stuff. And I was thinking about uh, Magic Carpet Ride because it's like that you know in uh, Big 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 Lebowski how he right. talks about how uh, oh, the rug it pulls the room together, you know. And that's uh, <laughs> that's what marriage has really done for me. It really kind of made sense of my uh, life and gave it some order and context and everything like that. But then uh, instead, I opted for uh, this one from Big Star uh, when my baby's beside me. Because when my baby's beside me, Pat, I don't worry. the big rock solid program i love the tambourine because yeah. it's, it's an instrument that you do not need to take lessons <laughs> anyone can play anyone can play it you can play it with any song it's awesome yes so uh let's continue on my musical journey through life uh, so i'm buying 45 not oh, yeah. really buying albums yet i maybe have fleetwood mac rumors i maybe have you know uh, i have uh, eagles greatest hits but i haven't really discovered my band yet until i turn on the radio one day and i just i hear this introduction this is all I needed. Yes. To want me. And I was like, what the heck <laughs> is this? And that's all we're going to play. We know it. We've heard it. It's been played ad nauseum. It still gets played. You think, uh, and this, Japanese this, girls are excited. Were those were they Sweden in post? I know what is going on here. Why does it sound like a continuous loop of the same cheer? <laughs> but um, but that was uh, that was my introduction to Cheap Trick, and then I bought at Budokan, and I bought the three albums that were before that, and then from that from then day of release, I'm a I'm a Cheap Trick guy. They're my favorite band. Nice, but, uh, uh, just that I want you. To want me, I'm like oh, I don't. I've never heard stage patter so perfectly done. He just said the song title. Just says it out. So, like um, and then uh, uh, the new Rolling Stone, uh, they list the 25 best things about rock, and one of them was rock right now, and yeah. one of them was that uh, cheap trick, cheap tricks still going strong. Yeah. That's okay. Another, Thank yeah. you. There you go. Thank you, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Um, and so then you know I started getting into music, and now it's time. It's time to get into concerts. Yes. So my first concert was in 1979 at the Pittsburgh Civic Arena. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I couldn't. I didn't drive. My parents weren't going to let me drive in '79. So my friend Bump Hallbritter, <laughs> nice. Scott, isn't it? But everyone called him Bump Hallbritter because when he was a kid, he would 
bump his crib against the wall, and his parents nicknamed him Bump. And then so, he, uh, when he was trying to do more cocaine. So, yeah. So we would uh, we would go in. When you went to a concert in Pittsburgh, your parents would drop you off at uh, at a store called Uncle Joe's Woodshed. <laughs> Seriously. I, mean, I, can't, I can't make that up. And, uh, and then you would get on a blue and white bus, and they would drive you to the Pittsburgh Civic Arena, and you would get out, and you'd see the concert, and then they would bring you... Bring wow. you back. It was like what? a bus tour. So uh, my first concert was in, uh, I think, June or July of 1979. This is the album that they were touring with. And th- let me tell you something. <laughs> yes. You know who this group is. <laughs> awesome. Girl, I was made yes. Girl, you were made for me. And um, when I talk to guys my age, Kiss was a lot of people's first concert. Gary? Because you had to go. I didn't end up seeing it until that, that first reunion, like in right. 95 or whatever, but it felt like it could have been 79. Yeah. But I wanted to go so bad. There's, uh, yeah, there's, there's this picture of me like sitting in my beanbag chair, like studying <laughs> Kiss Alive 2, like the yeah, Talmud. It's crazy. Like, I just, I had to get there. I remember looking at this, um, the Kiss Dynasty cover. It's just their four faces. Yeah. They're all close together and the hair kind of blends together. Yeah. And I read later. That that they actually cobbled that together from a bunch of from the photo section. Like they took Paul Stanley's eyes from one picture and his lips from another. Really? And they pieced it all together. Yeah, that's what I read. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I read in my Kiss Army newsletter. And um, <laughs> but I don't know what it was about that cover. I would just stare at it. And then uh, I remember the concert was great. But now anything I read about the Dynasty tour, yeah. it's all those uh, those shows were terrible. The band <laughs> wasn't getting along. Peter could hardly play, and but when I was there, I'm like, this is great. This is the best thing I've ever seen. So we jump, oh. uh, jumping back to Gary. I'm so jealous. This show's going to go a little bit long, I think, guys. No, I I think we're in the in the in the in, in the home stretch. But um, is that is that the um, is that the place where they film that heavy metal parking lot? Is that the same arena? I, I um, Pittsburgh Civic Arena. I'm not sure about oh. that. Oh yeah. Anyway, I thought that might have been filmed in Baltimore. Oh really? Oh, you know what? You're right. That is in yeah. like uh, the DC area. Never mind. Mary, maybe the. <laughs> The Meriwether Post Pavilion or something. Go ahead. So this is uh, now I'm having a a, a little Sunny Boy, and this is uh, uh, my favorite uh, kind of album about uh, fatherhood is um, XTC Oranges and Lemons with like uh, Mary. Not, not Cats in the Cradle. No, no, no. <laughs> no okay. That's a bad song about fatherhood. Oh, it is. <laughs> but uh, this uh, this I, I think this is a song about his baby. It's called Pink Thing. This is. Anytime you rise So. It's about his wiener? I, I think this is about his penis. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. When I stroke your head, I hear a hundred heartbeats. <laughs> and the yeah. first thing he said, anytime you rise. <laughs> well, where do you think babies come from? Well, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he says, I want to take you out and show you to the girls. Oh, my God, this is a terrible mistake. <laughs> It was a nice idea, Gary. I'm going to wake you from your slumber. <laughs> There's other songs about his baby on this album, but I just I just picked this one first. Spit in my face? Oh, this is about his dick. Oh, okay, okay. What is this? 
But that, but that leads me to this next one. Gary, pull out a lyric sheet, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, man, it seems so obvious now. Well, this, uh, this uh, speaks to my um, anxieties about fatherhood because right now Preston seems cute and all the things he does uh, are cute. But what if, like, they're not cute later? And what if I don't know I'd like to stop him? And what if, like, my things that were cute when I was little and I didn't stop him? And what if I'm damaged now because of that and I, and I can't help him? Um, it's all summarized here in this song. It's called uh, – it's a cappella number. Uh, minute 46, uh, Uncorrected Personality Traits from uh, Robin Hitchcock. Check this out. personality traits that seem whimsical in a child may prove to be ugly in a fully grown adult. Lack of involvement with the father or over-involvement with the mother can result in lack of ability to relate to sexual peace. And in homosexual leanings, narcissism, transsexuality, girls from the waist up, men from the waist down, attempts to be your own love object. Reconcile your parents to you by becoming both at once. Even Marilyn Monroe was a man, but... This tends to get overlooked by our mother-fixated, overweight, sexist media. So, uncorrected... Anyway, so, you know, I... <laughs> yeah, I have some issues. No, but I think it's going to work out. That was from the soundtrack of Life of Brian, right? Monty <laughs> Python? Like it kind of sounds like that. He's got a good sense of humor, Robin Hitchcock. Okay, I'm gonna. I jump. I'm jumping from my first concert, uh-huh. Kiss. I'm jumping. In, I'm jumping to 1995. Uh oh, lots of stuff has happened. Lots of good stuff. Lots of bad stuff. But uh, I'm gonna jump right into uh, into meeting uh, meeting my wife Pilar, and we met in '95. We were dating, and we saw we saw we were falling in love, and we we went. We saw Jerry Maguire. And, Ew. and um, come on, Dad. Uh, come on, that's so movie. embarrassing. And this uh, and this Springsteen song was in Jerry Maguire, and we just we we loved this song. This is a uh, Secret Garden. This was kind of, this is our song. This, this is also about Robin Hitchcock's penis. <laughs> oh, wait, right now, I, I mixed it up. XTC's penis. It's about Bruce's vagina. <laughs> Big time. That was the working title of this album. If you pay the price. It's beautiful. So that was uh, that was our song. It still is kind of our song. It's a great song. But when it was uh, when it was time to pick uh, in '98 when we got married, it was time to pick a, a song to dance to it or, or you know your first dance at your wedding and we had just seen a movie a lot of movie stuff we had just seen a movie Object of My Affection with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston and uh, Sting did a version of uh, You Were Meant For Me oh. so we uh, we picked let's hear a little bit of it you think you we thought wow that's that would be a good song to do our first dance to. to you. is this the Jewel song? <laughs> so it yeah, sounds very different. Yeah. This is a standard. Oh. You were meant for me. So we pick this song. We take dance lessons. Yeah. We take dance lessons out here. Uh, the day of our wedding, it's the first dance. And uh, we realize, hey, this song is boring to dance to. <laughs> you really can't do much. You're just kind of slow. And I'm like kind of. 
Um, I was all stiff. I wasn't good. Their first dance, and it was not a good first dance. And way to way to kick off your life together. Uh, <laughs> so we were kind of like disappointed that that wasn't a good dance. And then right in the middle of our wedding reception, uh, my nephew, who was ten at the time, he went up and he requested a song, and he requested this song. Hold on, the cops are coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're here to you hear it. That's not our song. We didn't dance to Police Siren. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the police. That's what you guys picked. <laughs> so we. So my nephew uh, requested this song. Ah, all from also from a movie. Nice. So Pilar and I went out and we danced up a storm to this song and we just agreed, you know what, that was our wedding dance. That ended up being our big uh, our big wedding dance was Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss This Thing. So you hadn't danced yet, but they were already playing, people were dancing and uh, people, um, songs were being played? Uh, no, we had danced and then later my nephew... So, so you did dance to the Sting song? We did dance to the Sting song poorly. But you've rewritten history. <laughs> this is what's happening here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no, I'm saying then later on at the wedding reception, my nephew requested right. that song. And that's when we really danced and so we felt like, okay, okay. That, was, that was really our time to shine. Mm-hmm. And then an asteroid <laughs> an <laughs> collided asteroid came, and, I, and I had to leave the <laughs> yeah. wedding. <laughs> and we had to get on a big rig yeah. uh, with Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis and uh, a bunch of other misfits. Does uh, does Pilar have to see like every movie with her job? She's like she's like a, a, a screenwriting um, teacher. She she, like, she tries to see as much, especially around Oscar time. And uh, but no, she won't go see the Three Stooges or oh. you know. But she wants to see Cabin in the Woods. She tries to see uh, big movies by certain genres or you know indie things that you hear. Hey, you have to see this just to stay stay yeah. up that way. Yeah, what's you her, have to. What's her What's her favorite movie? Would you say? Oh my god! It's like newlywed game all of a sudden, gentlemen. Oh my god! I know she. I don't. My what is? I do know her favorite movie, but I know that she Soul likes. Plane. I know that she likes. Soul uh, Plane. She does. It's cliche, but she does like Citizen Kane. Okay, uh, and she does like the. Um, she does like Dog Day Afternoon. Sure. And then I guess it would be uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2. <laughs> that was a pretty good movie. Roderick's Revenge. I like that one. All right. Go ahead. Your turn. <laughs> uh, how's about hearing that uh, Super Chunk uh, song right there, Matt, mm-hmm. if you can see that? This is uh, this little number called Throwing Things. I just want to uh, give you a little taste of that by way of introducing the uh, topic of um, when when I when I was in college, uh, I had this thing like I had to throw things. I was I don't know why like I was like a fit. You would throw a fit. I would throw a fit, but more like I would like I love to like get old appliances, and and I live right by this parking garage, like the seven story structure. Uh-huh. And I and I I get like I get like an old refrigerator or something, and I dolly it like all the way around up to the top, and like throw it off, or like I'd I'd steal lawn gnomes and throw them off. This just, thing. You you were you were doing what David Letterman was doing. Yeah, this was, building. There was a little bit of that, but then like I would go to a grocery store and I'd like open up a canned ham mm-hmm. and just like huck a ham like down the thing. And I you just, mean you'd open up a canned ham at the grocery store yeah. and, and like roll it down the aisle. Yeah, just like all slimy and everything, and uh, just and you like get, uh, you, you don't have to pay for that. You don't have to. You don't get in trouble. One time, a ham hit like this wine display, and it just like we, oh, this is a whole, then, like, this is like a, how many hams did you throw? 
That was a period. I would like, I would put him like in the, I would open him up and like, and I'd open up some diapers and I'd put him in some diapers. I was just like acting out. I don't know what I was doing. How old I was, were you? I was like, you know, 1920, something like that. I was like, I was like, in my mind, it was like an art thing. Like I was trying to, I wanted to create something beautiful <laughs> and chaotic, but uh, you know, something that like people would say like, I was at the store today. And I saw this ham in a diaper or something like that. You know, that, that was like my end point of it, I think. But uh, when you would walk in, would you hear this? Uh, Gary in aisle three. And yeah, that would, right. they would just know there would be a cleanup. I didn't even think about it that because like some poor bastard had to clean that up. Yeah. And, and I didn't I didn't even think about that. So I can't believe you didn't get caught. So I'm sorry about that. I can't that. believe I'm going to try this so, today. Uh, <laughs> So then I uh, I said I need a new hobby and that's when I started to do a lot of swimming. <laughs> so um, so here's here's uh, Tahiti eighty from the great album Puzzle Swimming Suit. So into swimming, and, and I, got, please, I got into synchronized swimming. Please tell me that you would take uh, two canned hams, <laughs> punch a hole in them, and use them for floaties. <laughs> please tell me you did that. It was sure. art. It was, yeah. it was he wanted art, people Pat. to be at the pool and be like, "I saw Why this is he doing that." So this guy, he would take a stroke, and then and then as he would breathe, he would take a bite out of a ham. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever put them on your fists like gloves and just start oh, like those whole yeah. cans? And you just start going, I'm ham fisted. <laughs> you just go ham smash. <laughs> I, I think love it. I'm going to write up a grand proposal. I'm going to write up a sketch for John ha- John Ham called Ham Fisted and send it to <laughs> SNL. But uh, anyway, so uh, the the bottom line is get that Tahiti. <laughs> Help him forget about what I said about throwing things and. Uh, and uh, yeah, but I, I I got deeply into like swimming and like I got into synchronized swimming. I wrote a movie about synchronized swimming, but uh, unrealized with films. Martin Short and Harry Shearer. No, I fucking hate that sketch. It makes you, mockery of the, the way, greatest sport. Not, you don't like that sketch? No. It's well, now now it's that I brought that sketch sport. up. <laughs> in that sketch, yeah. Martin Short looks exactly like the Tom York from Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're right. <laughs> Every time I see the guy from Radiohead, I think, oh, that's him. I'm, I'm not a character. strong swimmer. I'm not, not a strong, strong swimmer. swimmer. <laughs> All right, Pat, what do you All got? Right. Well, I'm going to jump to, it's the year 2000, and uh, we have our, our first uh, child, uh, Sarah Ray Dotson. And um, in 2000, she comes Spoiler around. alert, Pat's last name is not Francis. No, it's not. It's my, my name's from my name's Dotson. So, um, it's no Nissan. They people people know. I think people know. But uh, Don <laughs> Henley released this album in 2000 with a song called Taking You Home, and this just made me so cry, because I, I felt it was like... It's about bringing your first baby home. At least that's how I heard it. Before you came, I had my friends and my freedom.
That's beautiful. Bring that baby that. home. Bring that baby home. So that's now. Nice. That's nice. I never heard that. Cut to like a year after Sarah's born. And she is the worst sleeper <laughs> in the world. We're putting her in her in the in the um in the uh, b- b- baby carriage and pushing her around the apartment. We're doing everything we can do. We're Matt, you know, because yeah. Zoe is is not a great sleeper, and we're you know rocking her and doing everything we can do. And then we discovered that she really liked this Rod Stewart song from two thousand one from his album called Human. The song's called I Can't Deny It. She liked this song so much. We had to put this on the list for babysitters. <laughs> you have to play this song. It's in the player. It's track 11 or 10, whatever it was. And you have to rock her back and forth to this song, and she'll fall asleep. And here it is. Pat is rocking the baby. He's actually playing with a yo-yo, and he's doing the rocking the baby. <laughs> Now, does Sarah listen to this now? I was wondering if it would be like a Pavlov's dog thing. Like, I I just put it on and she, like, falls over. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, I can't deny it. That's so funny. If that was in a movie, I would uh, say, oh, come on. I know. (laughs) And then then everyone come in and have a group sing-along as they're doing the dishes. Exactly. It's funny because it's not a a soft or quiet No, it's not a song at all. And we would would be playing it loud, too, and she would just boing. (laughs) She's going to be a rock critic. I I guess so. (laughs) Critique that is bad. New Rod Stewart is a snooze. (laughs) I've only got one more, Gary. Do you want to – you know what? The show's long today, but look. We've lived a long life. <laughs> We've lived a long life. Life's old. long. You go see a you go see a biopic. <laughs> that thing's coming in two and a half hours. At least you're getting two biopics in about sixty minutes. <laughs> so this is good. Um, okay, I'll I'll try and uh, uh, head for the home stretch here. Um, there was one. It was gonna be my last song's about death, and then this will be my last episode. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus, it's foreshadowing. Um, now I was I was uh, which one was it? It was. Uh, Oh, oh! This uh, at the at the very top. About four years ago, I, I discovered something that uh, that uh, took away that wanting to throw ham feeling. Caffeine, I mean, Starbucks. It's caffeine at Starbucks. And, uh, it, it, it's something that has uh, brought me a great deal of peace of mind. It's something that's like, let's say that you've like lived in like a like a studio apartment for forty four years, and then all of a sudden you like uh, you find some door and you open. It, I'm like, oh look, I have this big solarium in here. It's so it's so peaceful in here. I could come in and uh, hang out in here and. Uh, and 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 that's what it was like uh, discovering uh, meditation, Vedic meditation, transcendental meditation. It's called by its brand name, but uh, that's like a different thing. I learned the off-brand way, but it's the same uh, discipline. Where uh, twenty minutes a day, I just uh, get by myself and sit down and uh, repeat my mantra to myself, and uh, and then I uh, just go. It's like I'm surfing in the cosmos or something. And your mantra is Starbucks, right? <laughs> it is. It must so, have yeah, more coffee. Dub, double mocha frappuccino. <laughs> so here's a terrible Beach Boy song about. <laughs> Transcendental meditation called Transcendental. Transcendental meditation <laughs> Emancipate Love has a hat on that says meditation. <laughs> the meditation boys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I won't put you through any more of that. But if you're curious about the practice at all, I highly 
recommend it. And uh, that's a deep, deep album cut. That is a deep album cut from the friends. So you recommend meditation? It's so great. And uh, and uh, yeah, it just because um, I, I was always interested in it. And like, I remember like reading like interviews with David Lynch, mm-hmm. saying like that's how he would get a lot of ideas. And I heard Howard Stern was into yeah, it and Howard everything. Stern. And uh, and like how, what you know what do, what do these two have in common? And uh, so, but it's it is. Uh, it's just, it just, uh, it makes it, you know, you know who got me into it was, uh, Laura House. She's like, oh, wow. where am the Laura House? Like, uh, I haven't seen her around. Oh, haven't you heard? She's in India. She's learning to be a meditation teacher. And when she came back, I took her thing and I was off. That's so awesome. check That's it out. Amazing. Check it out. Anyway. Laura House is a friend of Never Not Funny and a friend of On the Page. So yeah. Terrific. She's great, a and great friend writer. of comedy film nerd. She's all over the place. Very funny. Lady. Um, so now I covered, uh, I covered um, my wife and my first daughter. So I have to cover my second daughter, yes. Rita. Um, my grandmother's name was Dora. Uh-huh. And so that was oh, all. I know her. That was always going to be. She, she, she was an explorer. She right? does. And her husband was Backpack. <laughs> and, but he wasn't my grandfather. He was actually my step grandfather. Okay. And you were actually christened as Map. <laughs> I was. I was. Map friends. I'm the Map. map I'm the Map. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so uh, Rita's name was always going to be. Middle sure. name was going to be Dora. Uh-huh. So, and we were going to name her Anna. Mm-hmm. And then one day Pilar goes, we can't name her Anna Dora Dotson because her initials will be ADD. Right. And, and kids will make fun of her. <laughs> and I was like, you think so? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. She also, uh, for a little while, looked almost exactly like Dora the Explorer. She kind of did. Yeah, she had the haircut. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, we didn't, so we didn't have a first name. So, so just one day uh, when we were driving around and doing whatever we were doing, I had a Jim Blossoms CD on. And the song Mrs. Rita came on, mm-hmm. and I just said, "What about Rita?" And we were both like, "You know what? That's a that's a cool name. You don't. It's not like other names that you hear at the schoolyard ad nauseum." And uh, and we went with it. I still think she's the only Rita in K through eight at her school. Wow, she's she's Rita. So this is uh, Mrs. Rita. Did you have to go through that song after you did that and be like, let's just make sure that there's, sure there's some, some weird lyrics in learning here. Learning disabilities um, or anything. <laughs> no, we actually didn't. We just, that was it. She was Rita and she, she I th- What she, if it had been about a prostitute? Well, Matt, I'm sure, <laughs> look, someday someone might write a song about a prostitute uh, and call it Rita. So I can't. I I'm can't, actually working on it right now. I can't. So well, that's not. <laughs> she was this close to being named Hey Jealousy. So let's just be, let's be so happy. And if it's okay, I'm writing a song about your unborn son called Junkie. Ooh. So, ooh. What the? What come the, on, that's a weird song. The the belt. I'm kidding. <laughs> Bryce is his name, right? Bryce the Junkie. Let me write that down. <laughs> Gary, anything else? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to skip ahead uh, to uh, you know. I'll I'll spare you uh, any story about our, our adorable three cats. I had uh, love cats all queued up and ready to go oh boy. from the cure. But uh, we'll we'll go. Uh, I'll go right ahead to uh, a song that uh, probably um, sums up my uh, personal philosophy and uh, could be a good title for the book too. And uh, it's uh, from New Zealand. It's the Chills. Uh, it's called "Look for the Good in Others, and They'll See the Good in You." Thanks for listening, Rock Salad. Thank you.
you have it. I like it. Thanks. I like it. Well, that's our show. Oh, wait. Don't you have one more? Don't you have one I do. I have a playout song. Oh, there's a playout song. Okay, well, yeah. So uh, I thought that was a playout song. You said thanks for listening to Rock Solid. Oh, I guess so, huh? Yeah. Well, I, well, I got it. Was we have a, there's a lot of endpoints in this There's one. a lot of endpoints. Yeah. Like life the goes on. Director's cut. Yeah. Life goes on. The music <laughs> goes on. My, uh, you, played, uh, you played New Counting Crows a couple weeks ago. Yes. And they did an all-covers album. Right. Uh, this is an artist that has a new album out this week, Bonnie Raitt. Oh, yeah. It's called Slipstream. And it's not a covers album, but she does do one cover, a Jerry Rafferty song Ooh. called Right Down the Line. And here's her take on that. Let's hear that. A little bit different. Thanks for listening to Rock Solid. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter and like us on Facebook. Tell and, a friend uh, and write a review. Tell a friend. And if we uh, we could miss an episode in the future, one week because of Matt's uh, baby, but we're all excited about that. Uh, another member of the Never Not Funny family. Just go back and catch up that week. Yeah, just you go know, back and catch up. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. All Here right. We go. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Matt. Bye. 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 B